Oi, where are the women? Hello and welcome to the... Where are the women? Where are the women? Where are the women? Podcast with me, Gail Something Else. And me, Rachel Strong. Where are the women? Are we ready to bend the music stage? Where are the women? Come join our cause, this needs to change. Create more opportunity, don't want a male-dominated community. Our guest this week is Cara from Cara Means Friend and Zion Train. So we better start with the Ultima in Girl Power Tunes. This is Cara Means Friend and Fairy Fails. Life a little sweeter, but too easy to deceive ourselves. What happens when the darkness creeps in? We twist it up, the tale gets dark, the story turns grim. Oh, well, looky, look, the wolves at my door, but I lost my glass slipper in the night before. Oh, well, who's gonna save me from this mess? There ain't no prince about, I ain't your average damsel in distress. I put my red cape on, I'm ready to fight. You see, them wolves don't know my blow, I'll be the first one to fight. I ain't no princess, I'm the warrior queen I write the chapters to my fairy tale according to me Like Snow White's apple, sweet down one side But deadly if you don't know how to handle me right See, I ain't about to sleep a hundred years For some John to come along and tell me the coast is clear See, I made a pact with a witch way back She gave me enough intelligence to keep them wolves off my track So, I never believed the tales my grandma said There ain't no happy endings, ain't no houses made out of gingerbread I put my red cape on, I'm ready to fight You see them wolves don't know my blow, I'll be the first one to fight I ain't no princess, I'm the warrior queen I write the chapters to my fairy tale according to me I put my red cape on, I'm ready to fight You see them wolves don't know my blow, I'll be the first one to bite I ain't no princess, I'm the warrior queen I write the chapters to my fairy tale according to me So there it is, the beginning, the middle, the end I never narrated a story without a message to send It seems that history and fairy tales were written by men But they should never have underestimated the power of my pen I rewrite and rehearse every line and every verse I work my words like magic, trust I know how to curse So next time you pick up the storybook I said read the subcontext, take a closer look I put my red cape on, I'm ready to fight You see them wolves don't know my blow, I'll be the first one to bite I ain't no princess, I'm the warrior queen I write the chapters to my fairy tale according to me I put my red cape on, I'm ready to fight You see them wolves don't know my blow, I'll be the first one to bite I ain't no princess, I'm the warrior queen I write the chapters to my fairy tale according to me Cara! Hey! <laughs> Hello. June. How are you doing? I'm I'm very well, thank you. All, all things considered, over the last couple of years, very well. Um, yeah, it's so good to see you. <laughs> really good to see you as well. What have you been up to? Ah, well, you know, keeping me head down like everybody else. But um, 
you know, writing, creating, gardening, painting, <laughs> all Brilliant. sorts of things, just to try and keep my, uh, you know, my head, my head in the game, if you like. Yeah, it's going to be a good year this year, though, I think. Yeah, 2022 is looking very promising. Yes, let's, uh, let's keep all of our crossbows crossed. <laughs> <laughs> yoga, more yoga. More yoga. <laughs> okay, we're going to start with um, a tune that Rachel's picked from our independent scene. Oh, so I've picked um, one of Hattie Hatstar's songs, 40 and Fat. And I picked it because, well, I think Hattie's brilliant. She's so funny and everything she says is worth listening to. Uh, but I particularly like 40 and Fat because I'm 44 and fat and it speaks to me. Um, <laughs> and I think it really highlights the ridiculous things that women are expected to do to pretend that we don't get old like everybody else is allowed to. And you know what? We do get old and that's OK. Um, yeah. And that's what Hattie's saying in this. Let's not do those ridiculous things. Let's just get old and fat and be OK with that. Yeah, come on, Hattie. <laughs> <laughs> Here it is. I'd never heard of control underwear till I found myself 40 and fat. I thought you'd just bought the next size up if you couldn't squeeze into that. I don't care if my tits hit my nose When I do the headstand yoga pose I don't care that I can't see my toes Because I like beer and that's how it goes But the adverts told me that I'd be an old maid That would never get lucky and never get laid And my teeth will decay and my beauty would fade And I won't get a job and I'll never get paid And so I bought some Underneath I look like a twit I'm wearing beige pants that come up to my armpits They have any reasonable suitor in fits And I'm turning bright red because I'm overheating a bit And then consume six pints of ale 
You can't pee, you can't breathe, you can't sweat, you can't cough, you can't dance, you can't think, you can't stand, you can't scoff. And if you find a man drag him home and cop off, then you'll need 16 mates round to shoehorn them off and they'll scare him. I love Hattie. She just, just reminds amazing. me of campfires and festivals. Yes, yeah, yeah absolutely. Oh, I can smell wood smoke. Oh, <laughs> how wonderful it would be this year to just finally sit in each other's company around a fire. Oh, <sighs> fires and beer and music. It'd be amazing. Oh, yeah. it's coming. Right, now it's time for... Who inspires you? We asked you to pick four tracks. What are you going to start with? Well, um, I have to start. I have to start with uh, with this woman. Um, her name's Malvina Reynolds. She was uh, a women's activist in the in the sixties, um, and she wrote protest songs. And uh, when I was very small and still at primary school, we used to have this wonderful woman who would come in and sing folk songs to us with her guitar and this, uh, this beautiful rainbow strap wrapped around her. And she'd sing us, you know, things like street, Streets of London, and we'd sing that, and uh, Love is Something, a Magic Penny, which is another Malvina Reynolds song, which is um, all about the importance of love and, and, and giving. Um, but this particular song, Little Boxes, um, which is my first choice. It was written in 1962. And um, it, it's basically Malvina talking about a world that was that was moving quite fast and expecting certain things of people and for people to fit into their, you know, their archetypal roles and and just kind of highlighting the futility of that. And as a child... That was really powerful. It was the first time an adult was saying to me, you don't have to do it exactly the same way as everybody else. And and that was like a, a magical key, a magical key to, mm. a, to, a, to a wider view of life. So, yes, Malvina Reynolds and uh, Little Boxes. Here it is. Thank you. 
Little boxes on the hillside. Little boxes made of ticky tacky. Little boxes on the hillside. Little boxes all the same. There's a pink one and a green one and a blue one and a yellow one and they're all made out of ticky tacky and they all look just the same. And the people in the houses all went to the university where they were put in boxes and they came out all the same. And there's doctors and lawyers and business executives and they're all made out of ticky tacky and they all look just the same. And they all play on the golf course and drink their martinis dry and they all have pretty children and the children go to school and the children go to summer camp and then to the university where they are put in boxes and they come out all the same and the boys go into business and marry and raise a family in boxes made of ticky tacky and they all look just the same there's a pink one and a green one and a blue one and a yellow one and they're all made out of ticky tacky and they all look just the same Ah, oh, that's that tune just is succinct. It's two minutes and 11 seconds long. And it says everything in the simplest way, doesn't it? It really yeah. does. It, it, you know, as I said, it, it just massively opened my eyes. You know, I was around eight or nine years old and nobody else was saying, um, like, you don't have to, you don't have to go to university. You don't have to join the army. You don't have to have a mortgage. You don't have to get married. You don't have to have kids. You don't have to do all of those things. There's, there's other things you can do. And as a, as a child, you know, no, nobody else was really putting that information into my head. So, uh, Malvina Reynolds has got a lot to answer for. Yeah. <laughs> God bless her. <laughs> Surrounded okay. the by so many voices saying you must do this and you must do that. Yeah. But yeah. Even the ones that say actually you can do things different. That's really meaningful and really important. It is. And, you know, she was, she was actually, you know, back in the sixties, she was in that second wave of feminists that, um, mm. She started um, the the Women, Women's Institute for Freedom of Press, which was a public publishing organisation, I think, to try and hook up women, um, you know, who were in the creative creative fields and try and hook them up together so that they could, you know, they'd have a louder voice, if you like. So yeah. she was Brilliant. doing a lot of stuff back then. And, um, you know, it's paved the way. It's paved the way for lots of other women. So... She really, really was, really was an inspiration. Yeah. That's amazing. <laughs> What's your number two inspiring tune, Cara? Okay, so this one is Close to My Roots. Um, this song is uh, by a band called Scum of Toy Town, who were, you know, massively inspirational to me. They're from my hometown in Stevenage. 
and uh, you know they were played on John Peel and they did wonderful gigs with people like Back to the Planet who I I've since played with now with Phil who's also a wonderful woman um and you know they were touring they were going to Poland and they were just very exciting to me and Lee Ellis is um she was the front front woman of Scum of Toy Town um and for me to be able to see that firsthand as a teenager growing up, to see this strong woman basically laying down politics um, and laying down love and hate and fear and what it is to be human was just, it's just so powerful. Like I said, I was, you know, I was sort of 15, 16 and yeah, they were right on my doorstep and the, their music to this day, I still put on strike and I still jump around like I'm 15. And um, and I've just, I can't thank Lee enough, really. Um, I hope she gets to listen to this podcast um, because she was, you know, a massive inspiration to me growing up. And this song, uh, Different Drum, uh, was one of my favourite, one of my favourite songs off of the actual album uh, in the first place. But when you've played it, I'll... Um, I'll tell you why it's kind of, it's got this whole new energy to it, um, this song for me now. Um, so yeah, I'll let you play it and, uh, and let everybody get into the groove of Scum of Toy Town. This is a different drum.
just like like I've said to you but I think I've said it to you before scum of toy town they will literally they will stay in my heart until the end of my days because they just they just was such an inspiration to me and and I got to know them all personally you know a few years later on and they're genuinely lovely people they say don't meet your heroes but uh, in that case they literally are just beautiful beautiful people and as I said to you before the um you know, before we played the track out, um, different drum. That's of the album Strike. Uh, it, it resonates on a different level for me now. When I listen to it, um, and you know, if, if people need to go back, definitely listen to the lyrical content of, uh, of this song, but it, it strikes a different chord to me now because that song is primarily about, you know, we've been told and conditioned to put our trust into the authorities and into the police. Um, but the reality of that is something quite different, depending on perhaps where you come from, what walk of life you come from, uh, mm. perhaps your gender. Um, and I say that because obviously, you know, we, we, we recently 
suffered the the atrocity um, collectively as women um, through what happened to Sarah Everard yeah. um, at the hands at the hands of a policeman and. That song, this song now, if you, if you listen, listen again to the lyrics of that song, it, it takes on a different meaning for me now as it, as it did back in the mid nineties. And the fact that a woman is singing it is, is even more powerful. Um, so yeah, go back, go back and have a list. Anyone listening, go back and have a listen to Scum of Toy Town, different drum from the album Strike and, um, and yeah, connect with it because, uh, it's powerful, powerful. Very. Mm. Right, we'll be back with more inspiring tunes after this. Hello, my name is Evie and this is the Where Are The Women News. Firstly, thank you. We went beyond our minimum goal on our Kickstarter and it's all thanks to you. Reaching our goal means that we can fund everything we need to create for our launch event on the 19th of March at the Subrooms in Stroud. Thank you so much to everyone who pledged, shared and generally helped us make a noise. You lot are awesome and we hope that you're going to join us for what promises to be a packed day and evening celebrating women in arts. And with Zion Train as our headliners, you'll get to see our guest, Cara, live. Meanwhile, our funding continues and you'll be able to find a donate button on our website. In other news... Our autumn tour is shaping up nicely with great lineups announced for Katie Fitzgerald's The Melvin Cube, The Black Market in Warsop, High Wycombe Arts Centre and more coming soon including Sheffield and Western Supermare. All dates on the tour have evening gigs and Saturdays will include full days of exhibitions, film, workshops and more. Head to our website at whereartthewomen.org for more of everything. The link is in the description. Anyway, that's all from me. Where are the women? We're here and we're coming at you. Right. What's your what's your number three, Cara? Uh, now, my number three was just, uh, again, it was another, you know, I, pro- I probably sound like uh, this was everything, but it is. It, it, this is the beauty of music um, for me. And especially when I find women placed <clears throat> In that in that power field, um, Skunk and Nancy, uh, skin from Skunk and Nancy, uh, she is a powerhouse. What a force yeah, to be reckoned with. Sure. Um, I remember again. You know, I was around I don't know, fifteen, sixteen um, when when I first heard Skunk and Nancy, and. It was this song. It was this particular song. And I don't know, I can't remember quite what was going on in my young teenage life at the time, but she just hit all the right notes. And and again, to be this, you know, this young girl trying to find my way in my, my creative vision, uh, which I had at that point, you know, I was writing poetry um, I was I was thrashing out three chords on the guitar. Not much has changed. <laughs> um, and you know, you know, I came up against it. The thing is, as well, I, I, here you go. This is what it's like to be a woman in the music industry. From a very early age, I figured out the road was going to be a little a little more turbulent. Let's say because because I had a vagina between my legs. <laughs> um, I remember. 
you know, all, I was in the sort of, I was already in the alternative kind of scene. And I remember all the, the, the boys being in bands and how cool it was to be in a band. And, you know, a couple of my mates, they, they lost the singers in their bands. And I stepped up and I was like, I'll, I'll sing for you. I'm, you know, I'm, I can sing. I'll, I'll write songs. I write songs. I can, I can do that. And, <laughs> handful of times literally told at the age of 14 15 no we only want boys in our band yeah and uh y- you know i, I realized then very early on it- it- oh this might be a bit of a boys club this uh this whole music malarkey <laughs> um but you know i carried on nonetheless and it was people like it was people like skin who just like I said, a complete powerhouse. She just stood in her power and was unapologetic for it. And that was just so, so powerful as I was growing up. You know, she not only, not only was, you know, not only a skin, a woman who's facing, uh, you know, facing everything that comes with that with music. Uh, she's gay and she's black. And that just, to me, she just stood there in her herness and she was like, this is me, this is me and you're going to deal with it and you're going to learn something. And that I've just, again, like the other two, like the other two wonderful women I've sort of highlighted today, again, she came at it from a protest angle. You know, if you're going to, if you're going to do this, then do it properly and say something. And for me, skin, skin does that. And I, I was lucky enough to see her, um, at Bearded Theory a few Ooh, years ago. Yeah, same. We've got now. a little bit of a story behind that because um, when I started rattling on about this a few years ago, about the gender imbalance, I spoke to Rich at Bearded Theory and he was one of the, the bookers that put his hands up and went, I hadn't even thought about it. You're mm-hmm. right. Yeah. And then he came up to me a few months later at Watch It, and he went, I just want to tell you, we've got our first female headliner next year. <laughs> and it's Skunk and Nancy. <laughs> I, literally, <laughs> I literally wet my knickers. And not in a uh, way. No, I, no. I know what you're I was saying. proud and excited. And uh, what a right. when she parted Sting. the crowd. Oh, and, my oh, God. Oh, she was incredible. That was, so, that was, I think, possibly the best set I've ever seen at a festival. She was so, absolutely she was like, incredible. So incredible. And it was like a cathartic experience, you know. Yes. She, it was like you were in the presence of something so divine. And, <laughs> yeah. I mean, I was, I, I, I was front row and centre, like so. And I was looking at her and I, I was singing back to her what she was singing. And at one point, and I know all fangirls say this, but <laughs> at one point she she got my eye. She, 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 we gazed at each other and she did, she just smiled that wonderful smile of her. And I melted, I melted. She's just, just incredible. And you saying that she was, you know, the first headline, um, at Bearded Theory. It's really interesting. I don't know if you remember a couple of years ago, um, Stormzy was hailed as the, the first black uh, headlining yes. act at, uh, at Glastonbury. Now, yeah. that was, what was that, 2019? 20 years before that, Skunk and Nancy headlined Glastonbury. Yeah. And, yeah. Uh, you know, that was, that was <laughs> the first black 
woman to headline <laughs> Glastonbury Festival. But it does go to show you how easily history can be erased. Oh, um, women yes, are written out of sure. history all the time. Totally, totally. So, you know, she just she's just brilliant. And I, you know, I just... Ah, and also... One billion and rising. That's uh, she's heavily involved in the organisation. Uh, One billion and rising, um, which is, you know, it's, it's it's basically to to highlight and stop violence against women. So that's another another thing for uh, us wonderful wonderful women to sink our teeth into. Um, but yeah, she's just brilliant. So this is uh, this is Skin Skunk and Nancy with the track Week.
yeah How i recommend really recommend the audible book of skin reading a autobiography it's absolutely superb yeah yeah i was definitely going to give that a go especially as uh, as you said she's reading it <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah i'll uh, definitely give that a go the other one um, i'd recommend really strongly is uh miriam margley's reading hers oh, that's absolutely wonderful i bet that's amazing you sent that to me, girl, didn't you? Sorry, you've got COVID gift. And she's amazing. She's such a great woman. I want her to be my, my mum or my grandma or somebody. You know? I've already got a perfectly good mum and had a perfectly good grandma, but I want an extra one in Miriam Margulies. <laughs> <laughs> Let's move on to your fourth choice. Okay, so my fourth choice is um, somebody I you know I really I really admire what they're saying um they've captured they've captured what it is to be human beautifully through through lyric and flow um and yeah they speak to my heart this next track is um it's from K Tempest. It's called People's Faces. It's off the album, uh, the book, uh, book of Traps and Lessons. And um, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna let them speak. It's coming to pass. My country's coming apart. The whole thing's becoming such a bumbling farce. Was that a pivotal historical moment we just went stumbling past? Oh, here we are, dancing in the rumbling dark. So come a little closer, give me something to grasp. Give me your beautiful, crumbling heart. Another disaster, catharsis. Another half-discarded mirage, another mask slips. I face off with the physical. My head's ringing from the love of the stars. There is too much pretense here. And too much depends on the fragile wages and extortionate rents here. We're working every dread day that is given us. Feeling like the person people meet really isn't us. Like we're gonna buckle underneath the trouble. Like any minute now the struggle's gonna finish us. And then we smile at all our friends. It's hard. We got our heads down and our hackles up, our backs against the wall. I can feel you aching. None of this was written in stone. There is nothing we're forbidden to know. And I can feel things changing. Even when I'm weak and I'm breaking, I stand weeping at the train station. Cause I can see your faces. There is so much peace to be found in people's faces. I saw it roaring. I felt it clawing at my clothes like a grieving friend. It said there are no new beginnings until everybody sees that the old ways need to end. But it's hard to accept that we're all one and the same flesh Given the rampant divisions between oppressor and oppressed But we are though More empathy Less greed More respect 
All I've got to say has already been said. I mean, you heard it from yourself when you were lying in your bed and couldn't sleep, thinking, couldn't we be doing this differently? I'm listening to every little whisper in the distance singing hymns. And I can. I can feel things changing. But it's so hard. We got our heads down and our hackles up, our backs against the wall. I can feel your heart racing. None of this was written in stone. The current's fast, but the river moves slow. And I can feel things changing. Even when I'm weak and I'm breaking, I stand weeping at the train station. Cause I can see your faces. There is so much peace to be found in people's faces. It's not enough to imagine we'll be happy when we've got enough stuff. All this stuff is blocking us. I'm neat with no chaser. I'm all spirit, but I'm sinking. Because these days are not days, but strange symptoms. And this age is our age. But our age is rage sinking to beige. And yes, our children are brave, but their mission is vague. Now, I don't have the answers, but there are still things to say. I stare out at my city on another difficult day and I scream inwardly, when will this change? I'm beginning to fade, but my sanity saved Cause I can see your faces My sanity saved Cause I can see your faces It's hard We got our heads down and our hackles up Our backs against the wall I can feel your heart racing None of this was written in stone The current's fast but the river moves slow And I can feel things changing Even when I'm weak and I'm breaking I stand weeping at the train station Cause I can see your faces I love people's faces. Oh, wow. What a word, Smith. And that just feels even more poignant and relevant than ever mm. right now. Kay, <sighs> when Kay speaks, we listen. That's it. <laughs> yeah. It's that simple. They they just they just break me down to my core whenever I whenever I hear them. And um and I think I like to think it's a poignant um last choice. Um as most people know, Kay um Announced in 2020, I think it was, um, that they were non-binary, um, didn't adhere to uh, one archetype or one gender um, and just wanted to be recognised as a, as a person, a living, breathing, sentient being. And, um, and I think that's really important progression. Um, I, think, I think that should be embraced. Definitely. Yeah. Definitely human first. Everything else comes after, right? Right. Now it's time for... Yeah. What's that in my marigolds? 
<laughs> so ah. this isn't about you know what were marigolds all about because <laughs> chemicals that burnt women's hands didn't matter and and you could have the water hotter because washing up liquid was shit well you know they're awful things you know, they're all right to blow up and stick on your head and pretend you're <laughs> yeah. or something do you, do you want to know the worst like my my nan god rest her soul like my nan <laughs> the amount of marigolds that i wrecked as a child and i used to put like little i used to put a little pinprick in the in the fingers <laughs> Fill him up with water and pretend I was milking a cow. <laughs> well, this part of the show is a little bit like that, but this is like the the yellow glove of misogyny, if you like. So it's, it's ah. a bit like drawing things out of a hat, but instead I'm going to have a rummage in my marigold to Ooh. see which phrase or comment that uh, men make to women that's atrocious. <laughs> And oh. so, what have we got for today? It is, oh. Go on, hit me. <laughs> Smile, love. Oh, no. Oh. No, I don't want to. What's it got to do with you, what uh. my face is doing? <laughs> oh, my God. It's it's totally about this whole objectification appearance thing, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah we've got to be happy and carefree and available. Um, yeah smile stick a smile on it do you know what i remember and i think you were at this gig gail i remember being at a gig <gasps> a boomtown uh, boom no no it was a venue gig i think it was like where were we the rope makers and some guy apparently <laughs> declared that i'd be all right if i wasn't so political <laughs> oh <laughs> that was one <laughs> But you were playing, I remember at Boomtown, um, at a venue at Boomtown, and you were playing with the Defectors a few years yeah. ago. And there was this guy at the front, and he was heckling you. He was off his face. But he was heckling, <laughs> I love you, Cara, I love you. And then it started to get cruder and cruder. And I saw him off. I actually physically oh, removed you, him. You. Because so it was, it was like... Uh, yeah, and he wasn't telling you to smile. <laughs> no. No. Oh, God. Do you know what? I think after years of, of you know, treading the boards and, and singing, there are certain things you learn to, you know, because you have to get through it. You've got to get through the performance. So there are certain things you have to learn to switch off from because you either bite and then your performance becomes about them, which I'm mm. sorry, I'm not even giving you that. <laughs> Um, or, or you have to kind of find your own way to carry on. And I do think there's something in my brain that just I can I can almost drown them out a little bit when, you know, you get. I remember being at a gig once. You say that, Gail. I mean, I remember being at a gig once. It was a floor show. So we were in a pub. It was with the defectors again. And uh, I had my eyes closed. I was lost in the moment and singing. And some guy had proceeded to get on his back and edge himself under my skirt while I was singing. I had my I had my eyes closed because like I said I was lost in the moment. But um yeah, our our bass player didn't didn't not see this and he came over and swiftly placed his foot on this guy's chest and just stood as hard as he could until the guy could hardly breathe. <laughs> 
good because something <laughs> needs to be right. done about it. You say wow. about switching off, but you're long in the tooth, you know, for a young yeah. woman starting out. I mean, you know, these are the kind of things that where the women wants to approach and get venues to deal with better, yeah. you know, train the staff not to be sexist, to spot it and mm. to not have it. Yeah, yeah. Um, because it can be a lot more harrowing especially you know lots of us have been through various things uh when we're young and yeah you don't yeah. need those triggers when you're performing no you know, not like, at all. like you say we get long in the tooth and we've just kind of accepted it yeah yeah I don't know I'm, I mean I don't don't get me wrong I don't accept it I think I carry it with me but it comes out somewhere you know right it, it might come out in a, a few days later and I might sit there and be you know so angry and have that conversation to the air if you like yeah I'm, but you shouldn't have to no you're right I shouldn't mm. have to you're right and, and no woman should and and you're you are right when when I was younger I had absolutely no clue on how to tell someone to f off or um you know it was a scarier world back then i i have that's one thing i i love about growing older is you, you do become a little bit <laughs> you don't mind telling someone to f off if you need to it's and it's you're quite comfortable to do it but um as a, we shouldn't as a young... have to, though. We shouldn't no. have to go into spaces, either as performers or as punters or whatever, and be prepared for that kind of confrontation. We should just be able no. to enjoy ourselves and not have to worry about asshole men looking up our skirts or telling exactly us a shocking smile, you know? Yeah. I mean, you, you know, that's I, I could I could probably sit here and tell you so many stories. But yeah. you're going to uh, for the documentary. Um, yeah, but, I mean, but exactly. I'll, I'll save some I'll save some of the ammunition, Gail. Don't worry. <laughs> um, you know, but th- 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 an hour just doesn't cut it. You know, you're talking mm. 20 years of of, uh, of being, you know, performing and, and coming up against, you know, coming up against it when, when, when it comes to misogyny, um, you know, that's not to say that there aren't wonderful men out there that, that stand side by side and, and, of course. and are mm. doing, you know, great things. And they're not just talking the talk uh, on, and they're not just booking women so that they can uh, level up their, their quota, if you like. Uh, there are genuine uh, promoters out there who, who love what what women are doing and I've been lucky enough to encounter them but on the flip side I I have met those uh those guys that expect you to play the game if you like mm. um I've always tried to avoid playing the game yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. okay so um my choices uh for independent artists is probably not what anyone who knows me would expect was having a browse through to see who else was kickstarting um on the music thing i was seeing where we were on the trending thing actually can i, I can s- i just say well done can i just say <laughs> so many well done i was literally i watched that post you were like in the last few hundred pounds the last few hundred pounds and then within the space of like an hour maybe or two, i don't even know if it was that long yeah i just sort of go right we're down there no we're, we've done it and I was like, oh my god that is amazing it was really exciting so, well we smashed done. it we went over our well target done. as well but um you anyway so... do, Gail. <laughs> <laughs> aim high eh exactly that yeah i noticed this picture of um four women who were kickstarting uh for to put their ep out they were young as well. So I had a look and then I dug them out and I had a listen. 
and they're called Inner. And I've booked them for our, we haven't announced the Sheffield gig yet. We're still confirming with the headliner. It's a project from different musicians that know each other. And Manon McCoy is a harp player and uh, Kate Griffin is a brilliant claw hammer banjo player. I mean, these women are so young. Um, they make me feel quite old. I had a bit of a dig, um, listened to the stuff that they were putting out. And then I found this beautiful track that is just Manon and Kate uh, called Crescent Street. And it's there's a little bit of vocal harmony in it but it's mostly just harp and claw hammer banjo. Just have a listen.
just like food for the soul. <laughs> what incredible talent. Absolutely yeah. beautiful. Yeah. As you know, as you would say, it's magic. It's real magic in there. Mm. Yeah. Right. Rachel, what's your your choice? Uh, my next choice is Greenwashing by Fossil Heads. Um, and it's another, I mean, the last one, I have to, that was a comedy one. This is a comedy one as well. Um, it's about something really serious. It's about, you know, well, greenwashing. It's about environmental things. Um, and I think sometimes you, you can speak to more people by making them laugh um, instead of lecturing them. Um, although there's definitely a place for lecturing as well. Um, but took a bit of comedy in there as well. You know, but people listen and that's how you get in, isn't it? Also, I'm just going to tell you, I had a bit of my, oh, doesn't it? Just absolutely. Yeah. We can, you know, we shouldn't lecture too much. Um, the other night I was tweeting something about where are the women and um, Rosie from Fossil Heads retweeted me and I had a little fangirl moment. It was, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, Rosie's yeah. great. She, yeah. She, oh, she, she's lovely. Um, but yeah, no, I really like this song. I can't actually remember where I first heard it. Um, possibly well it would have been at a festival they played oh, at sister fest and it probably would have been sister fest while they were playing rosie's probably two-year-old son at that point you know we have that felt cunting <laughs> yeah. Yeah. while they're it. singing on stage a two-year-old is feeling each one of the <gasps> felt do you know cunting. i remember that i remember that <laughs> it was so beautiful <laughs> I remember the first time I saw them was the uh, Landed Festival. I just thought they were brilliant. They're just great. So yeah, no, I think it probably was Sister Fest where I saw them. Um, but I really, really like this song um, because it's funny, but it's also important. So greenwashing. Dear guests, if like us, you truly care about our profits. That doesn't sound right, doesn't it? Dear guests, if like us, you truly care about our profits. Mm, no, you did it again. Did I? Right. What is it? Let's just do it again. Dear guests, if like us, you truly care about the planet. Ah, yes. And things. You simply need to leave your towels hanging in the towel rings. But if you prefer that Mother Earth die spluttering, suffocating from a decision about towels that was specifically yours, then please feel free to leave your towel ready for collection on the bathroom floor. Thank you. Here at Unisleigh and all of our subsidiaries, we're deeply concerned about and sustainability. So to prove our commitment to protecting these lands, Switching 95% of our typefaces to Comic Sans. Coca-Cola, bring your plant bottle plastic. They say it's eco-friendly, isn't that fantastic? We can't substantiate the claim, but there's a picture of a leaf. Essence is organic experience. It might be the toxins that are making her delirious. Propolin, glycol, D and C, red 33 don't grow on trees. Lol. Pledge to 
face out plastic straws by 2084. Woo! High five! A wise old woman on top of a hill was visited one day by some neoliberals. Oh, wise old woman, what's your word? Why does green capitalism seem so absurd? From a thoughtful silence, she soon whispered. For the same reasons, dear, that you can't polish a turd. Volkswagen bring you default devices It's how commercial science tackles a huge crisis Why contemplate a vital state when you can teach a car to cheat? Like Herbie but evil! Not forgetting they're abetting them at Starbucks They wrote the book on how to look as if you give a fuck Then spent a hundred million on keeping everything discreet Who? Monsanto. Monsanto? Yeah, we know them. Sort of. I think they're just like a farmer's market or yeah, something. Yeah, farmer's market. Now, now shut, shut up and drink your coffee. Logic squashing, number crunching, puppy punching, clean, green cash machine washing. Oh, I love that. <laughs> so true. There's so much corporate bullshit without any sincerity. Yeah, yeah. They, uh, they really, they put it together beautifully. And like you said, they put the right amount of humour offset with that you know real factual evidence yeah. and you know fact fact-based information um, yeah yeah very absolutely clever. really very know clever. what they're talking about they're very yeah. clever yeah very clever yes yeah, i look forward to seeing them again <laughs> yes. in a long time <laughs> yeah for sure right uh now it's time for who does this woman think she is <laughs> so this Ooh, part of the show indeed. we're gonna um big up and talk about inspiring women current or historical and as we're on an environmental tip um let's go for greta thunberg oh good start isn't she amazing she's so young and so passionate and confident and incredible and knowledgeable and there's nothing that she irritates really me is. more than seeing middle-aged white men discussing her appearance and her oh, voice God, in a detrimental way. Oh. It was guilt? always going to be, yes, it was always going to be the white, middle-class, privileged male that took, yeah. uh, took issue with what she was going to say. Even to the point, I can't remember the girl's name, but there was, uh, 
and I can't remember where it was. I'm not even sure if it is in Sweden or it was America or somewhere. Don't, definitely don't come to me for fact checks. Um, <laughs> but, they, you know, there was some right wing uh, girl pushed forward to sort of tell everybody to stop. Um, oh, I wish I knew her name. I wish I thought about this. Um <laughs> Uh, oh god I can't remember her name but she basically she was like an anti-Greta I mean, if, you, if you put that into Google or whatever search engine you use uh, anti-Greta you'll probably come across this, this this person but she was basically you know pushed out by the middle class white male to sort of go stop listening to this this girl this this young woman who's making sense young woman. incredible young woman and you know as if she's going to be deterred by those people, really. She, you know, mm. you can't be that passionate and be deterred by idiots like that. So I, I just say more power to Greta Thunberg. You know, she yes. started a massive movement and and just put the conversation directly in young people's hands. And that's where it needs to be, because we, we're talking about the future. We're talking about their future, you know. So Exactly. Absolutely. It needed to be. It needed to be Greta. It needed to be a young woman who was, you know, figureheading this this yeah. whole this whole I movement lo- that we need to change. I loved what she inspired. All, all the the protests with young people coming out of schools and and you know having protests entirely made up of young people and children and teenagers. Um, oh. Because, like you say, it's their world. You know, they're going to be raising their children. We're we're, we're long gone and. Yeah. Um, you know, yeah. we need to be listening to their voices. I'm not interested in the likes of Jeremy Clark's and afraid that some teenagers <laughs> will take away his big stupid car. You know, I think we should about that. Yeah. What she saying is worth listening to. I do it, wonder it, if she would have been viewed differently had she been a boy. Well, of course she would. Nobody would have been talking about whether or not they wanted to sleep with them for a start. Oh, God. Yeah. But some of the things yeah. that have been said about her are vile, absolutely vile this is the world we live in and that we need to yeah. address to change. Yeah. I mean, there's, the flip side of that coin is the way I see her and whether that's my rose-tinted look on the world, is the, 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 the opposite of that, the flip of that is would a, would a boy or a young man saying those things have been highlighted quite as much as she has? Uh, no, because... All publicity mm-hmm. is good publicity, as, yeah, as they almost, say, right? It's almost it is. It's like a it's a weird catch twenty two that one, but um, it makes complete sense that it's a young woman saying these things. It's um, nurture, nurture, Gaia, yeah. mother. Yeah. I'm really glad that she's there doing what she's doing and and opening the forum for young people to have this discussion. And, Absolutely. You know, Going to going to COP and going to all of these large assemblies where generally it is waves of of uh, privileged white men in power, and she's she's telling them how it is. Um, I know that she's incredibly frustrated that nobody seems to be listening. <laughs> oh, I don't know. Lots of us are listening. Big up Greta Thunberg. Massive, Greta. massive big up Greta. And Thunberg. on that note, what a segue this is. Uh, Zion train. <laughs> Who you also sing with? Well, yeah, I, you know, I was massively inspired by Young Greta a, th- a few years ago. Uh, she put out one. It was just a very succinct way of telling us we were in trouble, and it was just she just said, "Our house is on fire," and that 
resonated with me to such a degree. I was like, wow, you've just said it in one sentence. Our house is on fire. You know, if your house was on fire, you'd do something about it. You wouldn't let it mm. burn. And um, that statement, it just stuck in my head. And yeah, Fate Shifter, the, uh, the, the next song you're going to play is, it was inspired by Greta and, uh, and just wanted to incorporate um, her sentiment in uh, music form and uh yeah neil neil and i we we had this track and we we sort of did it off the back of that sentiment but actually it tied in beautifully with the uh the organization that we we collaborated with and we we pushed this song out um in collaboration with a wonderful organization called Stop Ecocide International. They used to be called Stop Ecocide Changed the Law, but um, they've <laughs> surpassed even their wildest dreams, I think, with where they're going with this. Um, and basically, Stop Ecocide International are asking people to come on board, to volunteer. Uh, you can become an earth protector if you go along to Stop Ecocide International. And what they're doing is going in at the very top and changing legislation on ecocide, having ecocide as a recognised crime. So if you go out and you kill you kill someone, that's homicide. If you go out and you deplete a rainforest, um, you know, and, and, and these people, these big organisations, they know what they're doing. Uh, if you go out and do that, you're going to be held accountable and you're going to go to prison for it. And that is a massive, massive leap forward. And they're going straight to the top. They're going to the, the, the I think it's the, the Rome Constitute. So basically where laws are made and, yeah. and it's going to be written into law that you can't do this to the planet anymore. Um And just the work that Jojo Meta and uh, Polly Higgins, Polly Higgins, and Jojo Mecca, they, they started this movement. The work that they have done uh, in representing the planet and uh, trying to pull her out of slavery is just one you can't fail to get behind. So um, Greta Thunberg, Stop Ecoside International, Extinction Rebellion, you know, these are all these are all massive steps in the right direction. Uh, yeah. And it's a problem for us all, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, here's Zion Train and Fate Shifter.
Train. So you're going to be playing at our launch party on the 19th of March in Strand. Yeah. Thank you. Oh, wait. Oh. No, thank you. What a wonderful opportunity for us to, you know, to come and to come and play. It's, it's such a beautiful movement, um, you know, and, 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 and importance close to my heart. It's obviously close to your heart. We've, you know, our tour manager, Zion Train's tour manager, she's uh she flies the flag as well. You were both um, nominated in uh, Women in Music Awards. And, you know, it's just, <laughs> yes. it's just nice to be a part of it, Gail. Thank you. Yeah, brilliant. So what else have you got coming up? So 2022 it's, it's look it's shaping up really nicely. Um, and I think I think we can dare to be hopeful now, which is um, yeah, which is a much nicer position than we were in last year. Um, but we've got. Uh, what we've got coming up we've got we've got a date in february in cambridge um that's at junction two uh that's on the 11th of february and then from march onwards it's kind of yeah it's all it's we've, we've got some lovely dates in the diary i'm just trying to think off the top of my head which ones i'm allowed to share and which ones i can't share he's <laughs> <laughs> trying it's going through the diary going, oh no but i'm not allowed to say that um good good few uk dates 
um, Art Bearded Theory. Oh, there's, there's loads. I just can't think which ones I'm allowed to say. Are we going to get um, a Cara Means friend set in the tea tent at Bearded? Oh, do you know what? I'd love to do that. Of course. I'd yeah. love to do that. Yeah. We're doing a bit of a Where Are The Women thing there as well, where we're going to put all the displays up on the Saturday and oh, have well, women performers. Literally honoured to do that. It's, you know... Uh, I I can't thank you enough, really, Gail, um, for for all the wonderful opportunities that you've you've provided, not just for me to play, um, you know, solo with bands, now with Zion Train. Um, yeah, I just can't thank you enough. And and when you talk about when you talk about women in in music, you know, I understand that I'm quite uh, privileged in the fact that you know I met you quite early on um and and actually I've been blessed to to witness so many wonderful strong female um you know performers um you know and that that's that's through you so perhaps I have a slightly uh, a, a slightly better rose tinted view of the world because because you know, because of you. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. oh so, no, uh, my knickers you know, are wet again now. Oh, well, oh. you know, credit, credit to you, Gail. Thank you. you. I'm just but, doing um, what I think is right to do, you know. And you do it beautifully. So Thank please you. do carry on. And it's always an honour to be to be involved, to be involved with what you're doing. So, yes, but the Zion Train staff, Cara Means Friends staff, come along to the... Uh, the uh, same old stalking places that we all go along to, and uh, <laughs> and, uh, and there'll be news, there'll be news afoot um, as as we're allowed to release. So um, yes, looking forward to it. Looking forward to it. Brilliant. Right, I'm going to play. Um, this is my last choice, and it's an independent artist who I think is phenomenal. Experimental, brilliant pianist, most incredible voice. And uh, it's perky, and it's called Crazy Woman. Love, you make me so weak. I am a fighter swept off my feet. I was prepared for defeat, but now I found new strength. I've yet to reach my peak. Each time I tried to give you a taste, you'd pretend to swallow. And then spit it in my face Now I'm left without even a trace of you ever wanting to change Yeah So I sit back and ignore it Cause I'm just another crazy woman And as soon as I'm happy and smiling All is forgiven I've not I've not forgotten I've not forgotten I've not forgotten Cause now every time October comes around I feel sick inside And yes, my dear, next year I fear Just another crazy woman 
Beautiful Perky. Yeah, Lovely. absolutely beautiful. What a wonderful track. track. Right, before we end on a classic, thank you so much for joining us, Cara. Oh, absolute honour. Last word on advice to to women stepping out and onto a stage. My advice, my advice is to always, always know your power and know that that power is real and, and have the courage of your convictions and just go for it. Never, ever let anybody, man, woman, anything in between, never let anybody tell you that you can't do what you want to do. The world is yours. Rachel? That's great. Thanks, Cara. My advice to any, any woman, what, any woman on stage or any woman generally? Because um, <laughs> I don't think oh, no, there's a huge a difference, topic. you know? <laughs> don't let anybody, if anybody's telling you that you can't, then they're, they're, they're wrong, you know? Um, it, nobody knows that you can't until you've tried. So just mm-hmm. go for it. Yeah. Absolutely. Come, coming, from, coming from somebody who was told... Uh, on a couple of occasions by a certain group of people that I wouldn't be doing this without them and I couldn't do it on my own. Uh, I just want to let them know, uh, proved you wrong. (laughs) (laughs) Flipping them the bird, eh? (laughs) Oh, my goodness. uh, I think some people just take pleasure in pulling other people down, especially when when they're women, you know. Some people just don't want women to succeed because it's embarrassing for them or whatever. Yeah, um, maybe it is ignoring. But at the same time, it would be wonderful, you know. As I said, it, it that was said with that was said with love. At the same time, I really just want us to find a way to open up this this forum of uh, discussion so that everybody's included in it and everybody is looking at it from both sides of the coin. And uh, that would be a wonderful place to get to. For now, we're just going to keep taking space, right? Oh, yeah. Yes. And we're going to finish with the wonderful Joan Armour Trading and Love and Affection. See you later. I am not in love But I'm open to persuasion East or West Where's the best for romancing? 
by Where Are The Women, 
a not-for-profit community interest company set up to tackle gender imbalance on the UK's independent stages. For more information, head to whereartthewomen.org. That's whereartthewomen.org.